0: Hello, welcome to a new episode of SupplyCast, the podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Uh, starting something really special this week, which is a series of monthly check-ins with Andrew Daly from Hempsons, someone who genuinely needs no introduction. Uh, first of all, Andrew, thank you for joining me.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me, Bruce.
0: And thank you for committing to, to this little sort of monthly clinic we're going to do. Um, I might even do things in the future, like, you know, on, on our on our social accounts, you know, invite questions, possibly, that kind of thing we might do in the future. Uh, the World is Our Oyster and these series that was we're, that we're starting today. Um, I said you need no introduction, Andrew, uh, but now I'm going to vaguely introduce you, having despite having said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason why I said no introduction is because, you know, Andrew, and I know you're a very humble man, uh, and I know this makes you feel awkward, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, you're always an extremely popular speaker at the conferences. People, I know, genuinely feel that um, you have a, a bit of a knack at, uh, you know, stripping down the the wordplay within the legality of this industry in a way that everyone can understand, and also. Uh, presented in a somewhat flourishing entertainment style as well, if I may be so bold. Well, thank you. <laughs>
1: yes, I, I am. I am blushing, but thank you.
0: <laughs> and I guess that's and that's why that's why we're here. So to start off with, obviously there's a lot of stuff stuff going on around um, uh, NHS procurement at the moment. But I thought you know just as a little uh, smooth entry into this series, maybe we could just have a little look at what changes are uh, immediately on the way can you tell us about that andrew
1: yeah of course can and um i'm probably not going to say anything that i haven't already said at conferences or um, mm-hmm. on at events etc um but there are two significant changes on the way um mm. and i think it's important to remember there are two changes they're not it's not one that's um connected and Mm -hmm. um we we know that has been causing um some confusion when we've been we've been speaking to people so the the first is um and the the primary um purpose of this um series is to look at the changes that are coming through on the procurement bill Mm -hmm. so The procurement bill is the bill that is intended to uh, pave the way to replace the public contracts regulations 2015. Um, And um, that will um, effectively replace those regulations with a new um, set of legislation that will govern procurement. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the the second change, um, which is not at the minute connected with the procurement bill, is the introduction of the provider selection regime for the commissioning of um, healthcare services, um, and that um, is intended uh, to come in before the uh, procurement bill takes effect. Uh, and I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll come to timing in a minute. Uh, but the the intention is that 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 will come in um, before the bill um, and um, and replace how well trusts. ICBs, local authorities, commission, healthcare services. Mm
0: -hmm. And when can we indeed expect these changes?
1: Well, that's a million-dollar question, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I've
0: gone ahead and asked it.
1: You have, and I can't give you a definitive definitive answer at the minute. Um, But what I can do is update you on the latest position as of now. Mm -hmm. And some of you will have seen on my... um, Twitter and LinkedIn uh, profiles, I uh, said I'd attended the Cabinet Office webinar Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago now. So, in terms of the procurement bill, the Cabinet Office during that webinar said the intention was that the uh, bill will become an act by getting royal assent in spring 2023. Mm -hmm. And then there will be at least six months implementation but that it will not be um going live until early 2024 okay now of course of course spring is quite a um a non-specific time
0: um
1: but i think we we can we can safely say that this will not be um going live until early 2024 Mm -hmm. but we should hopefully in the next few months know what the final um terms of the uh, the act will be um and then we'll be able to start getting to grips with what that is going to mean and hence the starting up these um these podcasts to mm-hmm. go through specific issues um and then in terms of the provider selection regime again we don't know um as yet but the latest position on the NHS England website is it's not expected to be in use by the 1st of April, 2023. Mm -hmm. So I think we can safely say it's not going to um, be enforced by then. Uh, Mm -hmm. We can expect it as soon as possible, you would have thought, Um, but at the minute, um, if you are uh, running a, a healthcare process, I know there's been a lot of discussion about the provider selection regime, But you do need to stick to the current rules and that goes for both of them unless and until the law actually changes then you should be applying the current rules to processes and decisions that you are making
0: so what do we currently know about these changes and what can we expect to happen with them
1: okay well um in in the um in the bill which is now in the commons um so it's been through the lords it's back in the uh, comments we have the latest draft and that's available if you want to click on the um click on to the web and um and get the latest draft we know um that there are various things that are going to change and we've we've highlighted some of these um well <clears throat> for a while now i did a quick slot um back at summer conference last year mm-hmm. um there are going to be a lot of changes, we know that they're going to change the processes. So, the processes are going to be reduced down, yep. simplified. The time limits are going to change. There's going to be more transparency. Um, there's going to be um, basically changes to everything that you are looking at. The broad mm-hmm. principles of procurement are going to stay the same. You're still going to have to um, advertise your opportunity, run some form of process, and then um, announce who's been successful but the actual detail is going to be different. And I think the other other thing to say is if if you attend these, um, the webinars uh, that um, cabinet office are running, and um, i recommend them to to people uh, to, to sign up to if you can, there are still going to be changes that are made. So there were hundreds of questions asked during this webinar about specific things within the bill. And, the uh, response from from cabinet office was there are going to be changes so for example there is nothing in the current draft legislation that deals with um the current regulation 12 so in-house and shared services arrangements now that appears to be an oversight and it looks as though that's going to be put in um Mm -hmm. but until until that happens um we, we we don't know exactly and of course that there is there are these changes to that will that will apply and we are all going to have to to get to grips with them and i, th- I think the, the 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 feeling i got from the from the webinar was whilst the exact detail may slightly change the broad principles are now there and there's unlikely to be significant change so i think it might be the time to really start to get to grips with um what the changes are um and then, and then if we look at the, the provider selection regime, well, that has been spoken about at length before, mm-hmm. um, it is going to change the default position away from um, advertising for healthcare services, and there are going to be different um, decision-making circumstances or different processes that will apply, um, and those will, will be looked at when we have more detail and, and gone through carefully.
0: What? Should members be specifically looking out for here in terms of what the drip of information that we're getting through from there and while we're waiting to for royal assent and this yeah. going to go
1: and, into and, and I think that's probably a very difficult question to answer mm. because it is it is clear that what you have known <clears throat> is going to change. And and I've I've, I've said I've said this a number of times whether or not you've been doing procurement for a week, 10 years or 30 years. I think when when the new legislation comes in, we are all going to have to go back to basics and read what the requirements are. And so I think the, 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 the things I think to to look out for are people trying to explain the differences between what you have now and what it will be going forward. Because as I said, the the broad principles aren't changing, you're not suddenly going to be able to award contracts that you currently have to procure uh, now, under the new regime without a new procurement, as has been said by many people about this new legislation, there is more transparency than ever before. There are numerous notices that you're going to have to um, consider. And I think it's it's just really trying to understand what it is that is important to you now and then thinking about what that will be in the future because of course there'll be things in there that you only look at on a very uh, irregular basis but if you are someone that within a trust who is calling off from frameworks and that is what you're doing on a day-to-day basis then the bit you really need to get to grips with is the framework bit so i, th- I think it will depend on what your role is, and I think there will be different ways of, of looking at it. I think the the, the thing, the thing is to sort to, to of understand where it's going in principle, but not get too bogged down in the detail, because the detail may change. And you, you for example, you, you get you get to the point where we know that, or that it has been said that when the um, the act or sorry the bill gets royal assent becomes an act there then will be secondary legislation introduced so there will be Mm -hmm. regulations um this it sounds like there's going to be consultation on those regulations um and it's also for example if you're looking at the transparency it was also said that the finder tender um service is going to be redesigned so the notices may well look different than they do now so there's no point in going too early and thinking, well, this is how we do that under the new regime. If something is going to, if something is going to change. So I think it's, it's keeping that watching brief, knowing what's going on. And mm-hmm. then, um, and I think the, the intention of these, um, these updates is to kind of go through some of the main points in a bit more sure. detail. But then once we get the, 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 um, <clears throat> we have Royal assent in the spring, whenever, whenever that will be, to really then dive into the detail, um, yep. and as as Cabinet Office said, there's going to be an awful lot of training available from them. Uh, we will be providing training, and I'm sure others will be too.
0: So, is there anything you um, you've set up the rest of the, the the series of these? This will be an ongoing series. We're going to be we can kind of be tracking the bill, aren't we, as it yes. as it goes along the as it goes along the the pathways. What can members HCSA members what can they what should they be doing right now I know you said obviously just keep an idea on the information that's coming out the webinars are a good thing to attend if that's if that's uh, something that people can commit to um anything else that people should be doing at, at the moment in terms of it do you think
1: um I don't, I don't think there's anything specific I, th- yeah. I, th- I think the, th- the thing the thing you'll find with members is mm-hmm. there are members out there who I know are loving watching the debates on BBC Parliament. They're reading Hansard. (laughs) They are looking at the finer points of why certain amendments have been made and what certain Mm. people are saying about them. And there's others that just want to know what it means for them when it comes Mm -hmm. to their process. And obviously there's everything in between. So there's this broad broad spectrum of um, level of interest. Everyone Mm. will clearly want to know what it is when it is. So I think you do what is right for you. And mm-hmm. I think the it's it's that balance at the minute between looking at what the law will be potentially this time next year, as opposed to dealing with everything that you're having to deal with at the minute, which is far from simple uh, mm-hmm. with 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 the pressures that the the service is under at the minute, and so it's it's that balance. Um, and look, I, I, I suppose I can give a plug to these sessions the intention is they will tell you the important bits that you need to know yeah. um, they clearly will not go through every single clause with every single word um, yeah. and and doing a deep dive like that um, but hopefully we'll set out the key issues, concentrate on the key points and then when we do get the, the, the detail we can provide that specific um, training as required.
0: Andrew, that's brilliant. I think that's worked as a, a perfect scene setter for, for the rest of the rest of the series. Um, uh, as I said earlier, at the top of the uh, podcast, uh, we, you're more than happy to address any particular questions that might come up if we uh, invite them from from membership. We can do a little, uh, yeah. you know, little yeah. I,
1: I, I, I think I, 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 to, to to be honest, Bruce, that's probably the best way of doing it because what I think people might want to know. Mm. Is very different to what people actually want to know. So if, if there yeah. are specific things that, uh, that that members want covered or specific questions, um, I'm, I'm sure Bruce's door is always open. Uh, so always. drop him a note. Bruce, even, no doubt, email me.
0: I don't even have a door. <laughs> I don't even have a door. It, is, it can't even be closed if I wanted to. Andrew.
1: So get Bruce know and we'll address those and, yeah, and pick we'll things up them. as the year goes on.
0: Thanks very much uh, for coming on today, Andrew, and just setting the, setting the tone for what this series is going to be about and just giving a, a little bit of an idea there of the kind of things they might want to ask questions about as we follow the bill through. Um, and also, at the same time, should anything come up of interest outside of the procurement bill, we'll also be touching on that, uh, any sort of decisions that might be worth um, getting Andrew to comment on Um you know, just ask us the questions and we'll we'll address them in a little question section at, at the end of each episode. So, Andrew, just leaves me to say thank you again. Find us a time to come on. I look forward to chatting to you regularly over the next few months.
1: Thank you, Bruce. Look forward to it too. Speak to you soon. Okay.
0: And that concludes this episode of SupplyCast. I hope you can join me next time. Bye.